The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode. Welcome to it. Name of the episode is Dry Bidet. Hmm. Everybody makes an appearance in this episode. It's uh it's it's part live in the studio and it's part, you know, online. It's 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 a nice little combination, I think. It's a, it's a, it's the best of everything. <laughs> and uh, we do talk about uh, all kinds of, you know, we got your broken news, we got some uh we even got some law talk for you. I know, it's interesting. I want to thank everybody who helped out with this episode and uh, especially want to help uh, thank our uh, sponsors for their help. It's a great time to be a geek in Utah. The Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have teamed up. Comics, collectibles, action figures, and so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live on, there's a place for you. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comic Connection at 2043 East, 3300 South. I'll see you next Wednesday. All right. And uh, stay tuned to the episode for messages from uh, the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts. are going to be talking about free comic book day it's in august this time because of well you know the covid also jay is going to uh, tell you about some of his uh, comedy tour dates that he's got coming up he might be coming to a a city near you and we also inform you about uh, some of our new patreon features go to geekshowgotthiscovered.com and you can join our patreon we've got a new private chat room for our Patreon members. It's a lot of fun. We're going to tell you about that and more coming up. And, of course, our merch is available at geekshowpodcast.com. Just click on the merch button and uh, take care of all of it. All right, it's a jam-packed show today, so let's get to it. It's Dry Bidet. Please to enjoy. And welcome back to the basement. All right. It's like we never left. We're running out of July at this point. Thank God. I was watching watching a streamer who said, here's the thing. You want to be an effective streamer, make sure you wear the same clothes whenever you're streaming. It's worked for Bart Simpson. Because that way you you can cut. And no one will know. So I'm glad we're carrying that over that, into this non-visual That's what media. they do on Bar Rescue. They make them wear the same clothes. Yeah. Oh, yeah? For the whole time that they're there. Mm. That way and they can they, cut it for anything. Stand-up specials. They make it look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> they did that on Marriage at First Sight, the experts. They oh, all God damn it. Fucking God damn They did it also on 90 Day Bidet. <laughs> same toilet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> all right. He's he knows everything about every day but day. Every Why day aren't day. you an executive producer? Is what I, I am an executive show. producer. Uh, <laughs> they, I took all that Mandelabra movie and did uh, did ninety day but day for um, Snapple Plus. Snapple Plus. Yeah, it's it's the new. So many services. Yeah, fun fact: every time you pull up the app, every time you pull up the app, a new and then that lady, that lady comes up and she's like, <laughs> "You like tea?" And then my show starts, ninety day bidet, and it's just it's just an interview show, and at the end of it, somebody gets a bidet. So, it, and they go, "God, my butthole's so wet." Like, I, I didn't realize that 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 would help so much with my issues, and uh, just gonna sit on a bidet for ninety days. Ninety yeah. days. Ninety We're days. We're in a drought. Well, no, but you actually use well. This is a dry bidet. It just, <laughs> it just yeah, it just blows air. It's like a, 
<laughs> it just blows. Really, it's just a leaf blower. You know really, how, you really know, warm, humid air on you your butt. If you take your car through a car wash, yeah. at the end there's like the... Yeah, <laughs> that's my drive a day. That's your butt. Yeah. After yeah. a poop. The hard part is, though, is that we, we found there's a certain amount of clappage. Clappage? <laughs> Well, with all that all that air pressure, yeah. Let me just dry it so, out so, like clay. Uh, you know, on that note, uh, uh, Lee just, George Cade, everybody, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, check out my work at the Grimleys and stuff. <laughs> spell spell it G R I M M L E I G H S because I wanted to make it simple. Thank you. <laughs> That's more... Yeah. Why is it yeah. hollow? Oh well, it's a long story. She's an early investor in Snapple TV. She's Rebecca Frost, everybody. Yeah, I like to learn before I watch a show. Especially 90 Day by Day. It's important. Uh-huh. It's... I don't have anything funny. Are you done in there? <laughs> <laughs> Are you done in there? No. No. Got 45 more days. <laughs> the hardest the hardest part about the, uh, the, the dry bidet is that you have to weigh over 60 pounds to use it. No children. <laughs> Just blows you through the roof. That's from. Have you, you have you seen the second season of I Think You Should Leave? Because they have this doll that you have to weigh sixty pounds, otherwise you can't play with it. Because well, it, no. it has enough of a chemical that and affects might be anything the, that weighs less. Than that might 60 be the pounds. same doll we used to test the dry bidet, though. Mm. And just just watch put on a seatbelt. <laughs> wow! Look at you, Mister Idea Man. Oh, holy shit! Oh, hey, yeah, talk yeah, about thing about yeah. Space Jam. Not even a whiff of the original song. Okay, go on. Right. Fly like an eagle. That wasn't even an original song. <laughs> He's an idea man. He's Shannon Barnson. <laughs> I got ideas. Oh, you're getting. Let's ideas. hear one. Yeah. Um, well, no. he just, well, he just revolutionized the day industry with, <laughs> his, with his seatbelt. Yeah, I mean, I I got one a day you know. in me. You this know. is the second time we've revolutionized bidets in as many years. I know, right? Yeah. yeah. Cars. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? The Toyota Bukaki. The Toyota Bukaki. Yeah, yep. Classic. It's you now a to, classic automobile. Yeah, you need it to qualifies have, for the special plates yeah, now. Yeah. The one you have to have seven keys to open the door. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the hardest part about the Toyota Bukaki is you have to keep both hands moving. Yeah. That's true. That's uh, hard, and it's hard to see out the window. It is. I don't like it. Ten and two. <laughs> Ten and two. Uh, <laughs> Tony and Jay will be joining us for Broken News. They're on, on a slight assignment right now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Joining us, uh, sitting in... Our returning champions, Egg Foo, everybody. Thank Hi. you. Why Thank does you. the second episode always oh. get so porny? I'm, I'm already winded and... <laughs> I know, and, right? Yeah. You yeah. don't make that noise Follow me fucking? on Twitter, E-T-G-F-O-U. <laughs> yes, funny. And you get pictures of his dog. Yeah, not in a while, but... You get yeah. to see Spidey. And uh, also joining us, uh, Mr. Anderson. Hello. Mike Anderson, everybody. Our our lawyer and Lawyer friend. to all the stars sitting around this table. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> our friend and lawyer. <laughs> All right. Wait, what Spidey is? What's that? He yells at me when I don't bring my dogs over. Yeah. <laughs> he hears Shannon. He wants to go outside. All right. Runs out. Looks for the dogs. Um, if they're not there. Uh, but our host, Carrie Jackson. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, Monday through Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I can't. I'm, I, I don't know, but Monday through Friday, 6 to 10, X96? Like <laughs> 6 to 9. That was, sounded nice. Yeah. Nice. All right. Very nice. Uh, I'm going to give you your choice. We, we can do the. Uh, the legal story, or we can uh, shit on Stephen Dorff. What would you like to do? Oh, again? Uh, is he still on golf? 
Oh, that guy's such a fucking prick. I don't know if you read this or not. Uh, let's let's go with the Stephen. Yeah, Stephen Dorff being Dorf. he's being interviewed. Who is this guy? Why? Well, he's, he's, you know, he's, he was in the first Blade movie. Yeah, Deacon Frost. He he was spending a ton of shit. He's a ton he's of a shit. fucking seed list. Uh, he's an asshole. Actor. Fuck yeah, that guy. Yeah. Okay. I mean, he was uh, he, he was most recently on some series and, and he was okay in it. Was he in True Detective? True Detective. Yeah. That yeah. was it. He was okay in that. Yeah. yeah. A gummer. Gummer. <laughs> he's a gummer. Oh, is Dorf opposite Mahershala Ali? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. He did pretty good. I, mean, I thought he played he was, the sympathetic guy with the dogs. Yeah, I thought yeah. he was. I thought he was okay. Dorf. He was being interviewed recently, and he did not hold back. Uh, he skewered modern superhero movies, targeting specifically Black Widow. Fucking. Because he was oh, in a I movie. He was in a movie with ScarJo, wasn't he? I don't know. Uh, I have to look. The article up. then points out: Yes, he was in 1998's Blade. He was the bad guy. Marvel property. The 47-year-old Dorf told the uh, Dorf. UK Independent in a story published. Uh, let's see. Current superhero films are what's wrong with this business? Here we go. I still hunt out the good shit because I don't want to be in Black Widow. Yes, he does. He's <laughs> mad that nobody asked him yet. Yeah. yeah. It yeah look- and what are the good movies that he's in right, right now? Oh, I can tell you. It looks like garbage to me. It looks like a bad video game. I'm embarrassed for those people. I'm embarrassed for Scarlet. I'm sure she got paid five, seven million bucks, but I'm embarrassed for her. I don't want to be in those movies. I really don't. I'll find that kid director that's going to be the next Stanley Kubrick, and I'll act for him instead. Okay. Okay, well, let's talk about your most recent movie. Yeah, exactly. Let's talk about movies, movies like Immortals, Bucky Larson, in which he plays a character called Dick Shadow. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. yeah let's let's also talk about embattled which is his most recent it's, one it's on showtime yeah and i saw he, the trailer for this right piece of shit. mixed martial arts centered film uh-huh. uh is you know, when i saw that that was the most recent thing he's doing i i stopped reading the article about okay. Stephen Dorff. It's the next Kubrick. Yeah. yeah. So he's been in a lot of music videos come on um this uh that this movie i saw the trailer on accident mm-hmm. and um yeah, he's a mixed martial arts guy, and he was training his kid, <laughs> right, to be a mixed martial arts kid. Mm-hmm. And then they had a falling out, and oh, then no. they're going to fight in the octagon, him and his kid. Oh, no. And he's like, I'm going to kill you, my kid. My kid. And his kid's like, you're not my real dad. No, he's like, you're my real dad. Are you going to kill me? But you're a dick. But my yeah. stepdad, Antonio, said that I could play Xbox. So that's what he's doing instead of uh, a kid named Black Kubrick. Widow. Yeah. But why do you, I mean, I've always said this before, you know, just because you can say something doesn't mean you should. You because know? nothing he's done has generated any news at all, but bad talking a successful movie exactly. that was spearheaded by yeah. a woman is an easy way to get some press. I just can't I figure just out why, why he would say something like this yeah. publicly. Because... I'm sure she made five to seven million dollars. Oh, also, she's the executive producer on yeah. that movie and had carte blanche on what story they went with. And a lot of the elements that happened in that movie were there mm-hmm. because she was a producer. And aside, here's, here's uh, yeah, go ahead. Aside from just being wrong, it's just so offensive. Yeah. yeah. Well, here's the thing about Dorf. Uh, he needs to realize that it may not seem like it, but Hollywood is a small town, and a lot of people worked on Black Widow. Yeah. People talk. 
people A lot talk. of people work on Mar- Marvel projects, yes. Disney yeah. projects, yes. and here he is bad-mouthing it. It's because he's got nothing left to lose. It's because he's trying to get Scorsese's attention. Scorsese said that he didn't like it. Hey, Scorsese, I'll, I'll, suck, you, I'll suck your dick for a movie. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's been lousy movies as long as there's been movies, but yeah. calling whatever... I actually kind of enjoyed this... Black Widow was a an action packed movie, sure, but it wasn't it wasn't edited like a contemporary movie. It was edited more like a seventy spy movie, and yeah, it, and it wasn't like I mean, it was no sex guarantee. It's starring <laughs> Stephen Dorff. <laughs> That's some high class quality shit. There. I mean, it was no Leatherface. Yeah, high but, class quality but the nice, shit. The nice part here is is that it, that saying that allows literally a guy who you had to tell me who he was. To get some press attention. So good for him. What, so you've it's never a, seen Albion, the Enchanted Stallion? It's a signal flare for neckbeards. He's trying to rally <laughs> yeah. all the people that wanted. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. And you're right. Come, know, watch, come watch my mixed martial yeah, arts we know, movie. We yeah. know that there's the, 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 that demographic exists. And that the, there's money to be made off of them, and he's just playing to and them. No, you're absolutely the, this right. This is the same demographic that's still to this day yeah. claiming that Kathleen Kennedy is being fired from Star Wars because of the way she treated the exactly. dumbass that... And, and the same people who say that uh, that uh, Paramount is dropping all their Star Trek. Right, know, because it's too woke. Because yeah. it's too woke. Hardly. Yeah. And, and here we all are. We're talking about him. Oh, so. shit. Sorry. Oh, Everybody shut up. Winner. Okay, well, let's talk about yeah. something good. Well, his drive Eagle dirty. Stephen Dorff, thanks for listening. Your drive a day is in the mail. Oh, good. I really liked your your work as Britney Spears' boyfriend in that music video. <laughs> Told you he was in there. He's been in like, a few <laughs> music videos, which is uh, now here is something that I'm really looking forward to. It's uh, it's we have to wait till August 25th, but uh, I mean we all watched that season two of The Mandalorian and we all lost our shit when Luke Skywalker showed up. Yeah. I mean, come yeah. on, I, I there wasn't I don't know anybody. I no, guess no, that no, was pretty cool. No, I was actually really upset and I went to my computer and I just kept at it until it really looked like Mark Hamill. Because damn it, <laughs> I was so upset with how bad of a job they did. But everybody lost their collective yeah, shit. Yeah, absolutely. Know? It was we amazing. All, we all, it was It was one of those moments. It was a, could they really go there? Would they go there? They would, went there. Would this TV yeah. show go there? And they went there. Yeah. So there is going to be a, uh, a documentary special on the, the finale for Mandalorian season two. Uh, it's going to be uh, on Disney Plus on the 25th, uh, titled Making of the Season Two Finale. It's a special on the Disney Gallery, Star Wars Mandalorian. I love those documentaries. Yeah, I love seeing how really they good. do that shit. I was, and the first one they did for Mandalor- Mandalorian Season 2, they don't talk about that at all. No. But they only did, which, which I thought was odd. And they only did the one. They just yeah, did one hard, episode. Last one. year they did, what, eight episodes? Like, yeah. And, I, and I, I would love them to do that again. I would. After I, the next pandemic is over. I just enjoy watching these people talk about how they make this stuff that we love so much. Mm-hmm. But it will focus on the technology used for recreating Luke Skywalker, delve into the collaborative process, including with Mark Hamill, keeping it a secret. That, that's, that, was, Hamill, a, that that's, was amazing. That's yeah. the part I want for more than I've anything. From what i keeping Hamill quiet is just about the hardest thing in the world. <laughs> I really, I'm, so, I'm super curious about like what Disney does to instill the fear of God in these people. Because I was, I read, Lawyers. It, but I had, I read an interview um, that somebody had did with the cast of Loki uh-huh. and she was like, I've read all this script. I know exactly what happens in the end so we can talk spoilers. And everybody on the cast that she's talking to was like, no. Oh, is that? And they're like I, looking at their like, reps, like, is this okay? I think <laughs> like a little red dot appeared on her yeah. forehead. I think yeah. to me it would be like if I was involved with any of that, everybody knows I, I don't keep secrets well. But if it's something cool and exciting, 
Yeah. I'm going to stay quiet because I want you to have your mind blown by it. I want that surprise to be unique and not spoiled. Well, I don't want to read mm-hmm. Star Trek Generations before th- it comes out so that they have to rewrite it. I think a lot of these accidental spoilers are are borrowing from what happened in the music industry. Carrie's super yeah. familiar with this, with the accidental leaks of songs mm-hmm. and yeah, albums. Yeah. But uh, because the, the usual advertising and marketing sort of went the way of the buffalo and it was ineffective. So now you accidentally drop a song. Right. Um, it gets out there somehow, and that's what gets the word of mouth. And I think um, I would be surprised if many of these purported leaks yeah. um, about things that are happening in these movies that are coming up aren't planned placements. Oh, I'm, I'm sure of it, because you've seen those non-disclosures. Yeah. I mean, There's, Jesus th- Christ. They're frightening. <laughs> yeah, and they, everybody's got good lawyers uh, at that level, so... I'd, I'd be shocked if it's, it's not like, intentional. They kept that secret so well they didn't even tell the documentary makers. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Well, I got some more legal stuff for you coming up, Mike. So, oh, can't uh, wait. Oh. We'll, we'll go to broken news now. After these messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection and the Nerd Store. Let's find out what's going on with these guys. Oh, look. Free Comic Book Day is on August 14th this year. And both the Nerd Store and Dr. Volts have an extraordinary day planned for you. On August 13th and 14th, the third annual Wasatch Comic Con is being held at the Valley Fair Mall. The Wasatch Comic Con is Utah's only free Comic Con. And this year's comic book creator guests include our old friend Chad Harden, Doug Wagner, Eddie D'Angelini, Kevin Van Hook, Jim Magone, Shelby Webb, Chris Hoffman, and J.C. Carter, and many, many more. Celebrate your love for comics, geek culture, and free comic book day at the Wasatch Comic Con this August 14th at the Valley Fair Mall. Visit WasatchCon.com for more information. And, of course, you can participate in free comic book day at Dr. Volt's as well. That's comics, collectibles, action figures, and so much more. No matter what side of the valley you live on, there's a place for you. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection is at 2043 East 3300 South in Salt Lake, and the Nerd Store is inside the Valley Fair Mall. Broken news, and welcome to it. We'll get back to the rest of the show coming up. But uh, I'm right back. now, right now, broken news from the internets. Yeah, uh, I'm here. Rebecca Frost is here. Lee George Happy Cade is 24. here. Shannon Barnson is here, <laughs> and Quad T is joining us. I made it Woo. back. Yeah, I made it <laughs> back hey. from the mountains. Carrie, mountains. I don't. I- I don't appreciate you taking my contract negotiations as as unseriously as you have been. I'm sorry. I forgot she it was. Better. I thought it was next yeah. week. I, I yeah. sent you. I sent you <laughs> my updated contract. You know, you know, calendars. They're funny that way. <laughs> they're hard to use. They are hard to use. They've always been hard to use, haven't you they? Choose I one just, day, especially this, now that they're on your phone. You exactly. Know what I mean? It's it. just it's just ridiculous now because now we know King of Calendars origin story. <laughs> In my day, there was it had one day on it, and you yes. pulled that day off, and the next day was there, and that that was with a, fine with a whole new word. Yes. All right. Oh, like in the movies. <clears throat> like in the movies. Okay. Broken news. Let's get to it. Um, and then we got some uh, shows that we've seen and movies that we've seen we want to tell you about. The <clears throat> best thing that I saw this week was, and it just made me smile, was Jordan Peele's new movie. <laughs> yeah. Now, we, he doesn't that have poster. a clip. He doesn't have anything for it's you. just a poster. He has a poster and the name of the movie... And the name of the movie 
is the greatest thing. Nope. Nope. <laughs> I'm not. I I'm still not convinced. It's not just a meme. You think, you think you just you made think it's it? real? <laughs> I don't know. Because it does I, seem but, like it. But oh, like yeah. it, because it came from him directly, so I'm like, okay, like I trust the source, but my body thinks <laughs> this is a meme. <laughs> you know, if this movie is 15 minutes long, it wins. Because right. yeah. the people go into the situation, whatever it is, they see the horrible situation, and they go, nope, nope. and nope. leave. <laughs> I also, I can't wait for when in the that. movie a character goes, nope, and everyone nope. goes, that's the name of the title. movie. He said it. I love it. when that happens. Title, title I check. love when that happens in a movie. When that happens in a movie, I stand up and, and go like this. There's your movie. There it is. Hey. That part in Star Wars, they go, God, I'm so sick of these Star Wars. I know. It's the best <laughs> part. Oh, it's almost like The Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> but uh, the poster, if you look at the poster... It's it's a mysterious cloud with I think what is a kite tail? It's like a kite tail, yeah. Streaming yeah. from it? Oh, floating above a city, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Headed towards a small town it looks like or a nope, medium-sized uh, town. Uh reunites uh, Peel with uh, Daniel Kaluuya uh who, you know, from Get Out, of course. Uh Kiki Palmer, Steven Yeun, Barbie Fiera, Brandon Per, all these names. Uh Michael Wincott. <laughs> and we don't know anything else about it. Except that it's coming and it's called Nope. Nope. I just nope. I like the titles of his movies. They're just so simple. Yeah. Nope. Get out. And us? Uh, us. Nope. Get out. <laughs> nope. <laughs> nope. So uh, yeah, I just uh, that to me was the the winner of the week was Jordan Peele's title for his new movie. Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Batgirl. The Batgirl movie is underway, and we've got a Batgirl. Yay. Uh, Barbara Gordon has been found. It's uh, you saw In the Heights, right, Rebecca? Oh yeah, yeah. I watched uh, Le- it. Leslie Grace from In the Heights. Which, which, what was really crazy which about height this? Did she play Washington Heights? Um, what's really crazy about this casting announcement is like literally the day before there were so many posts about all of the women who were in the running for the part. And then oh, there's the next, a huge list. And the next day, like, yeah, because I remember there was like a short list that I think included Zoe Dutch. And then yeah. the next day, they were just like, oh, and here's our announcement. It was really a quick turnaround. Yeah. On that list was uh, Isabella Merced, Haley Lou Richardson, Zoe Dutch. Uh, but uh, your winner is uh, Leslie Grace. She will be Barbara Gordon in the standalone Batgirl movie. It will be exclusively on HBO Max, which... Oh, not even okay. in theaters. Nope. I mean, I'm nope. I'm happy because I don't go to theaters, <laughs> nope. but... Uh, but at the same time, I think it should be given a fair shot out in the yeah, theaters. But uh, uh, well, Bad Boys uh, Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala will direct the film based on a script from uh, Christina Hodson, uh, who was brought Christina into the project Hodson. after Joss Whedon went away. <laughs> said he couldn't figure out a story to tell. That's what he said, yeah. Uh, well, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I was like, why does this name sound familiar? Birds of Prey. Birds of Prey, yes. Okay, great. Uh, she wrote Birds of Prey, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Um, you know, a lot of DC stuff on your way for you, for you DC fans. Yeah. When is uh, the Batman, the Battenson movie? Robert I Battenson? I find out. Check you your Battenson. spreadsheet. You have a spreadsheet I, for that? Uh, was, I have a spreadsheet. It's called Google. <laughs> there was uh, the uh, couple people from the new Suicide Squad movie showed up on Jimmy Fallon, but it wasn't Jimmy Fallon the other night. It was Margot mm-hmm. Robbie and John Senna and 
and the director. Oh, nice. John Cena? James Gunn. Yeah, he, he, J- came out, J- he came out in costume and yeah, claims, claims that he hasn't taken it off since the movie. Since the <laughs> oh, yeah, because they, also, they just wrapped filming P- the Peacemaker series, too. Yeah. He, yeah. he is, I have to say this, hand to whatever the hell I believe in right now, the dude is funnier than I ever thought he could be. He's so, funny guy. so fu- Have you seen funny. Blockers? No. Yeah. Blockers? Jay. It's a, it's a Jay, something's Jay, going on with Jay's your mic. Jay, Jay slid in and his mic is crazy. <laughs> Jay's coming in from the moon. Um, but uh, Yeah, block, uh, Blockers, check, it's, check a, it's, a teenage, it's a teenage movie. John Cena's a dad. Um, Leslie Mann is also a mom. <laughs> I was well, about to say she's and, a dad too. And he's briefly in Trainwreck, and but uh, while he's, he's, so funny while he's so there, funny. he's funny. Well, it, so. Margot Robbie's telling the story about how her first boyfriend had a John Cena cardboard cutout in his bedroom, and so yeah. she's like, you know, I, regardless of what you're saying, Jay, no one can hear you. We <laughs> <laughs> love yeah, you very much. You though. sound like you're at the far end of a very long tunnel. We're, we're like, glad that you're Jay. Is there a young person there that can help you? <laughs> is there somebody is there somebody else on the space station that can help you i just <laughs> i know Brian. try, try I know, reloading your browser that might i that know might fix it. microphones are very new for you jay but yes. <laughs> try Never reloading been in front of one try reloading your browser is what tony says <laughs> Uh, but let's see. So we got uh, the Batman movie. We got oh, uh, the Batman movie is May March fourth, twenty twenty two. Oh, that's a ways away. Okay, uh, we'll what? still be in. We'll still be in the second lockdown for that. Probably yeah. up with that. Uh, so that's we, getting you ready. We got the Flash movie <laughs> coming with you know the cross universes, uh, the Nightwing movie that is still being prepared. Uh, we got the upcoming season of Titans. On the Hubbo Max, uh, we've got, and uh, oh, you got Barbara Gordon jo- joining that show as Oracle. Yep. Uh, and then the Gotham PD spinoff. So lots of DC superhero stuff happening, including uh, Batwoman, the TV series, is bringing in Renee Montoya into season three, the character. Wait, I thought and, that got hmm? canceled. It didn't get canceled? No, it did not. It's, oh. it's coming for season three. Okay. And uh, Victoria Cartanega who played Renee Montoya on Fox's Gotham, is going to be playing Renee Montoya nice. in the Batwoman show. Don't scream crossover yet. No. Because they have said specifically the universes are not connected. They're not. So you won't be seeing well, any of those characters coming over to Batwoman. <laughs> and DC's established that pretty clearly with their yeah. crossover stuff in the Arrowverse. There's yeah. multiple universes. So. So, uh, so there's that. All right, on to Marvel. Uh, we've finally got some movement on the Blade movie. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it was talked about, God, what was it? It's like two oh, years ago. Two years ago. It was, oh yeah, it, was, it says here, Mahershala Ali playing Blade, uh, revealed Which, at San Diego Comic-Con 2019. I was right. Uh, you're right. Um, and, and how that happened was, is, uh, he won the Oscar for the Green Book. They said, "What do you want to do?" And he said, "I want to. I want to make. I want to be he played. I want to make a- Kevin Feige. That's great. I got to tell this story to my fiance. Yeah. We were at dinner and we were talking about Blade. I'm like, you know how he got this role, right? He won the Oscar, went home, called Kevin Feige, said, "I want to be Blade," and he was like, "Okay." <laughs> He's gonna be such a good Blade. Holy so cow! So it's so it's taken a while, but they finally got some movement on it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Bassam Tariq is in early talks to helm the the movie uh, as the director. 
Uh, he is known for directing the uh, rap drama uh, Mogul Mowgli. He also co-wrote uh, with uh, Riz Ahmed. Uh, so, yeah, they have a director. And uh, so it is moving forward. Blade debuted in Tomb of Dracula, number 10, right over there hanging on my wall. There you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, it's John Jay's Cena. It's John hey, there we go. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> Cena, hey. not Senna. So now that, so now that John Cena. Now that, uh, now that Ja Whitaker is here, I just want to tell my story. <laughs> I just want to tell my story about Joan Chenna. <laughs> Joan, Joan Chenna? Joan Chenna, famous wrestler. Joan Cena. Joan Cena. Keegan Michael uh, Key. So <laughs> I'm just going to preemptively say it. <laughs> say it, Shannon. Say it, Shannon. What? The bald one. Say it. I, I was wait, I, that's what I was waiting for. I was trying to get my mic going while you guys were talking about nope, because I was wait, I was like, son of a bitch. He's going to say it was. Isn't it directed well, by that that one guy? It's got the guy <laughs> the guy with the hair from Key Peel. Yeah, the guy with the hair. Uh, so American Gods, the TV series. Oh, I thought oh, that got all... canned. Yeah, first season, brilliant. It was, yeah. really Second good. season, hmm. Huh. But one of the characters in the American Gods uh, show was uh, Orlando Jones. Yep. Yes. Who Mr. was Mr. Anansi. Anansi. And, uh, of course, Neil Gaiman has a, has a novel, Anansi Boys, and that's it's where a, they brought the character in. Fantastic book. Yep. Well... Uh, they're going to make an Anansi Boys TV series at Amazon. And it is not connected to the American Gods show. It's it's completely its own thing. So Orlando Bloom is not going to be playing them. And uh, they're going to bring it in and do their own series. Is uh, Brian Neil... Fuller going to join and then quit? <laughs> <laughs> That's no, this is, this is uh, uh, in addition to co-show running with Douglas McKinnon, Neil Gaiman will write the first and last episode. It's six episodes. <laughs> And uh, yeah, Brian Fuller is nowhere involved. He's not here. Neil, Neil Gaiman's like, all right, I'm going to tell you how to start this. I'm going to tell you how to finish it. I don't care what you do in the middle. Do, so play wait, wait, why, does the he need, why does he need to write any episodes? He already wrote the book. Anansi That's true. Boys yeah. is a great story because Anansi is kind of a trickster god. And yeah. imagine if like you found out one day that your dad was a trickster god. So it's these two kids that... Well, they're they're adults at this point, but they realize they find out that their dad is is a Nazi, this this god, and they go on a quest with him, and it's a lot of fun. It's actually mm-hmm. a really fun book. Yeah, so that's uh, that's what they're going to be doing with this uh, uh, Amazon. Uh, so it has nothing to do with the Stars TV show. It's just it's its own it's its own thing. So don't get confused. I will. Now this now this uh, is just for me. Well, maybe some of you might. Some of us of a certain age will remember the Weekly World News. Yeah, yeah. I remember the I follow Bat them Boy. On, and... I follow them on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, are they still on Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> um, they. I they mean, they stopped. Covers. Yeah, they stopped doing the actual newspaper magazine. You mean the news? The news. <laughs> I would every week. Print is dead. I know, right? I would go every week to the grocery store to pick up a copy of the Weekly World News, and it was all just complete bullshit. And yeah, but they, it was so funny. It, it's and they packaged it. It's, yeah, it's a, boy. it's a funny book, you know. Yeah, but who people was, people didn't know the, it was it was so who, Andy Kaufman of them. It was great. Mm-hmm. Who was the commentator? It was like Art Anger or something. Ed like that. Anger. Ed he, Anger. He'd have his commentary every week. I'm pig biting mad. I'm Ed Anger. Um, 
Well, Weekly World News is still a company, and they've decided they're going to develop film, TV, and podcast projects based on their library of articles. And Hell yeah. Yes, please. Okay. And 300 plus original characters, which means I'll bet we see Ed Anger. <laughs> I want like a, like a podcast, like Serial, you remember Serial? That, yes. but about Bat Boy. Oh, yeah, that would Bat just Boy. be wonderful. Well, uh, the company's, I, huh? I think we'll uh, we'll just have to add a weekly world news channel to our Discord. Oh my Absolutely. god! <laughs> our, our, uh, our, the, our Patreon oh, uh, backer Discord. Let's talk about that coming up. Don't forget. Uh, we should. The uh, the first project is called the Zombie Wedding. Yes. A horror comedy with music about a young South Carolina couple who decide to go through their long-awaited wedding during a zombie apocalypse. Unfortunately, he's a zombie and she's not. Their yes. families That's are gonna nervous. That's going to be my wedding next month when I find <laughs> out he has COVID. <laughs> Their families are nervous, but the humans prove to be overly judgmental. When the zombies begin feeling brain-deprived, the ceremony takes a turn for the weird. Weekly World News reporters are there to cover the wild wedding while trying to get out alive is the plot. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Zombie wedding. Go for uh, it, Weekly World News. I'm on board. A couple more quick things here. Uh, the final girl support group. Oh, incredible. Is, <laughs> is, is about a group of slasher survivors who must band together after one of their own go missing. The final girl in the slasher movie. Oh. And Charlize Theron has joined it. Not sure whether she's going to be in it. Her production company is involved. Uh, but, Do you uh, want to know who I hope is the counselor for the support group? Who? Either Sigourney Weaver oh, or Jamie yes. Lee Curtis. Oh, yeah. Very good choices, yeah. All that would be choices. so funny. Uh, the book tells the story of the six final girls, or the lone woman left alive at the end of slasher films, as they meet regularly for group sessions with their therapist. Oh, However, they fear that their secret support group has been discovered after a member doesn't show up for one of their joint sessions. But if there's one thing these women are good at, it's surviving. Uh, Andy Machete, who helmed the It movies, is is uh, going to be directing the... It's a series. Um, so there's a pilot. Uh, oh, there's going to be hijinks galore, I bet you. Hijinks. <laughs> hijinks. So I'm looking forward to that. That just I love the premise. I just love what, the premise. The guy that's directing it, his last name is Machete? <laughs> Machete. Machete. <laughs> Let me spell it here. Machete. M-U-S-C-H-I-E-T-T-I. Machete? Machete. Machete, yeah, okay. Although Machete is, is good. Yeah. And finally this, um, I got excited when I saw that Anthony Mackie and David Harbour are going to be in a movie together. I thought, finally going to get Captain America versus Red Guardian. Come on. But, but Is it's, it not uh, that? No, it's a Netflix right. movie. It's called We Have a Ghost. Nice. Okay. And uh, it's uh, Christopher Landon from uh, Happy Death Day and Freaky is going to direct from his own screenplay. <laughs> okay. It's based on a short story from Jeff Mano called Ernest. The project follows Kevin and his family who find a ghost named Ernest haunting their new home and get turned into overnight social media sensations. But when Kevin and Ernest go rogue to investigate the mystery of Ernest's past, they become a target of the CIA. So, side note okay. about uh, David Harbour. Yes. I watched him in uh, the most or second most recent episode of Hot Ones. Where they eat the hot wings? Yeah, and talk I watched about that too. No he is skinny now, like really, like 
Yeah, like totally skinny. It's crazy looking. I've never seen him like that before. Cause I mean, he's always the chubby fair, sheriff or the, the chubby filming of Black Widow super was soldier. like a decade ago. Three years ago. Yeah, I mean, it's you true, know, but but if you look at him throughout all of his acting career so far that's mainstream, he's always kind of the, the chubby, the big chubby white guy. He was really lean for Hellboy, which I know I'm was the only you? person. Okay. I'm the I, only I person I in the world. That one. I'm the only person in the world who watched Hellboy, but I saw Hellboy. Yeah, I, I, I it had one it. good scene. Ooh. Yeah, from the start to the finish. <laughs> <laughs> and like he's in that new Soderbergh movie too, and he's super skinny in that. Yeah. Oh, I want to yeah. watch that one still. Is that the one it's with on, Brendan uh, Fraser? It's on HBO. Yeah, the one it's Brendan so, Fraser's yeah. fat. In it. Where Brendan Fraser is not super He's a, skinny. No, he, no. Leave he him put alone. On, he put on a he's ton a of weight. He's been for, this way. Leave him no, alone. He had a back injury. I think he put it on for a role that he's in uh, in a movie next year where he plays Called some. The whale. Yeah, the whale. Which it's like, dang, dude, commit to your role, but this is unhealthy. Yeah, he plays I the think, character that's called the whale. I think. You guys are just always losing David Harbour's best role in Frankenstein's. Yep, yep. Here we go. Monsters. Yeah. Monsters. <laughs> Monster <laughs> Frankenstein. And and I'm still upset. I gave you this homework two years ago, <laughs> an entire pandemic Listen, ago. Lee, and have any of you all watched it? No. Lee, I'm I got sorry. I got 15 minutes in. I so I did more than most. <laughs> So, I think I, it's only 24 minutes long. I have watched. This I don't special. have the time. Yeah. You watch. Thing. I'm busy rewatching American that, Dad over and God, over and over. Yes, yes. Yeah. Rebecca, I'm with you all day. Don't forget about all of her filthy trash shows like yeah. uh, 90 I, Day Whatever. I and, don't watch these shows. I watch two Married at First Sight in the Circle. Stop and, trying to lump me in eight, with those bozos. An 89 Day Buffet or something. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? It's 89 Day. It's 89, yeah, 89 Day Buffet. Well, also, also. <laughs> Uh, Shannon watches way worse shit oh, than I, I do. Oh, I do. Yes. He does. I do, and, and I, I own it, and I don't give a fuck. Yeah, he, he, own, he owns yeah. it. I'm just saying. Well, I let's, don't. All right, if you're well, going to rag see. on me, rag on me for shit that's accurate. All right, well, let's start then. What have you consumed this week? <laughs> I saw, finally, A Quiet Place 2. That movie I did was too. Very scary. That was very scary. I, I told you. Yeah, yeah, it was good. And, that, and that was I'll just scary. I, I, I'll just say this. It's the movie where radio saves the day. <laughs> oh, just like at the end of Hot Rod. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> AM radio will reign king once exactly. again. Oh, my God. Uh, right. But then he stands the... up in his lonely viewing room and says, I told you. No, I didn't. <laughs> Sue, Sue smacked my arm and went, see, honey, radio saves the day. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> um, anyway, then... it was very good. The new release that I saw was the new M. Night Shyamalan joint called Old. Ugh. How which, was it? Uh, it's a movie. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I pray. He's I've really seeing, good at that. I've been <laughs> seeing positive reviews. I, yeah. I mean, here's the thing. It's, it's an M. Night Shyamalan movie, so... Hmm. The problem, uh, if you ask is, me, it, with Shyamalan is he needs to get away from trying to twist things. He needs to well, just tell so a good story. Thing. This isn't just tell an original story. story. This isn't an original story. This oh. is based on a French a French graphic novel, which I immediately like went Snow home Piercer. and got. Oh. I immediately went home and got and read it. It's only uh -huh. like 108 pages. I tore through it in like a half hour. Um, just enough time to watch Frankenstein's Monsters, Monsters, <laughs> Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But then I went right back to ever. watching American Dad. Um <laughs> And, but the thing, and I, I'm really glad that I did because I'm a sucker for adaptations mm. overall, 
But uh, in the movie, you can there's a very, very clear line where the adaptation ends and the Shyamalan begins. Oh. And it's kind of obvious. Um, doesn't really like take you out of the movie. It just makes you go, oh, okay, here's where Here Shyamalan we go. did this whole thing. Yeah. You can notice Shyamalan. this without, without reading the comic book first, you think? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, well, absolutely. Did you see uh, John Barrowman, uh, Captain Jack's uh, social media posts about this movie? No. It's a video of him lying in bed talking about calling it shite. (laughs) (laughs) This movie is shite. Don't waste your money. Yeah. Yeah. The movie, here's the the thing. I actually just blacked this out and just only remembered this just now. The movie makes some choices. Uh, I'm not going to go into them because I want you to experience it as well. As soon Um, as it's available streaming, I'll, I'll watch it. But the movie makes some choices that are in the graphic novel that I kind of wish they would have left out. But mm-hmm. eh, yeah, whatever. It's. <coughs> I think yeah. I want to lay on a bed now and talk about how shite the movie Tenet is. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm sure John Barrowman would welcome you. Yeah, <laughs> we could start a club. All right. Uh, well, okay then. Um, Shannon, what did you consume this week so we can compare? <laughs> okay, so uh, I finally s- saw a show that was so trashy and so terrible that I couldn't I couldn't finish it. Get that mic closer to your face. Uh, Sexy Beasts. I watched Thank that you. Sexy Beasts nah. show. <laughs> uh, holy shit, just terrible. Is that the one where they can't, they can't, do anything sexual, but they're with a bunch no, of no. hot people. No. They can't do anything sexual, but they're wearing hideous masks. Yeah. Oh, like, that one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the first one, oh, the, the lady shit, yeah. is like uh, in a devil outfit, <laughs> and um, and her the guys that she's she speed dates with, one's dressed like a mandrel, <laughs> and the other one's dressed Ooh. as a fucking. And it should sound like, oh, this sounds like right in Shannon's wheelhouse. No, it's fucking terrible. Even you couldn't. Uh, okay. No, I couldn't. And I actually, I looked at uh, Jed last night. I go, you want to watch some more of that, uh, some more of that uh, sexy beast? And she goes, no. Nah. You want to know something weird? Or I guess it's not weird. This is based off of a British dating show. There's an yeah, original really. series of this that you can go watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's even more horrifying. Yeah. Mm. So I watched that. Uh, terrible. Uh, I watched uh, all of the... Oh, Masters of the Universe. Yeah. Yesterday. I want to start that this week. <laughs> Speaking of making some choices, that's all I'm going to say. I, I like to call it. I like to call it. Piss off the neckbeards. The TV series. Well, um, we'll do it. We'll do a deep dive on our Patreon about it. Yeah. And uh, yeah. But and, uh, so so get there. Uh, Geekshowgotthiscovered.com. I will say, I liked it. And me and uh, Lee are going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I understand why people are pissed. <laughs> okay. Interesting. I don't, and, uh, but anyway, we'll get there. And I uh, I went and saw Orville Peck in concert last night, even though I mm-hmm. said I wasn't going to. So glad I did. Haven't seen a live show in over two years, and it was fucking fantastic. It Sandy looks Ampi- Sandy uh, Amphitheater is kind of a nice place. Oh, San- The Sandy yeah. Ampi? Uh-huh. Okay. And... Uh, so then I came right back home and I watched the uh, This Is Pop, the one that he hosts about country music. Mm-hmm. I would highly suggest if you're into uh, 
you know, music docs, you should watch that. It's really that cool. whole series is good. Fact, yeah. So. Yeah. All that's, right. Uh, that's it. Uh, Lee, what about you? Holy hell, kids. Let me tell you something, lads and chaps and people out there. This was an amazing week for me. So mostly caught up on Bad Batch. I'm glad I waited until I was in the right frame of mind to watch it. Uh, Masters of the Universe, which Shannon and I will actually talk about quite a bit because, um, interestingly enough, I do have a counter to your marketing argument, Shannon, but that'll be, that'll be <laughs> oh, interesting. Oh, come on! I do, because... Anyway, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, oh, it's going to be I, a good one, folks. But I started, <laughs> I started the week with a little ditty called Gunpowder Milkshake. Oh, how which, is Oh, yeah, I watched that, too. Holy shit, kids. Um... I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I know that it was a bit of a sausage factory behind the scenes, but holy shit, this is a movie that made no wrong turns as far as I'm concerned. I agree. And they also hired a film, uh, a cinematographer by the name of Michael Saracen. And uh, there's a reason why this movie looks so good. This is the guy who directed, which was the prettiest of the Harry Potter movies? Prisoner of Azkaban. He's the yeah. cinematographer from Prisoner of Azkaban. Oh. He did do you remember Angel Heart back in 1987, Karen? Yes. 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 <laughs> this is that cinematographer. This is the guy who shot all of the new Planet of the Apes movies. Yes. Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. so. And they, um, they look great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this movie. And Angel is, Heart looked good, even though it was a shitty movie. It, it was a great. shitty movie, but it looked so good, yeah. right? Gunpowder Milkshake. Like, my wife had this look on her face for an hour and a half. yeah big big smile big eyes yeah it was just it was just like somebody said hey let's let's just do john wick with like six kick-ass ladies and let's get let's just get like angela bassett in there looking like she could kill everybody it was a lot tamer than i was expecting yeah but yeah the trailer made it look like it was just crazy go nuts the whole time there's some great choreography i mean there's a there's Mm -hmm. a scene where karen gillen's arms are paralyzed so she has a kid tape a gun and a knife to her hand (laughs) she's just she's just flailing around beating the shit out of these guys man i'm in yeah and they they literally said we watched a lot of jackie chan (laughs) that sounds like it's right up my uh sounds like it's right up my guns akimbo alley it is it is it is it is Again, I think it's a lot tamer than Guns Akimbo, but it's still like a fun pew pew pew. Okay. Yeah. It it, it kind of reminded me of like uh a little bit of shoot 'em up. It reminded me a bit mm-hmm. of Yeah. Uh yeah, it's it's that caliber of action movie. So a lot of fun. Absolutely a lot fun. of fun. All right. Yeah. Uh Jay, Tony, who wants to go? Um, um I've I haven't been consuming much. My wife really got into this uh I don't know if I talked about it on the show, but she got into this. Being my weird. wife loves sharks. Mm-hmm. What, what's that? Can you hear it's me? Get close, to, get close it's, to the mic. It's, it's going in and out like you're in a dynamic port again or something. Oh, shit. Yeah, get close to the mic. Come back to me. Okay. All right. Tony. <laughs> uh, I will go. Um, <clears throat> watched a couple of, well, watched and read a couple of really cool things this week. I finished Preacher. Well, <laughs> oh, good. That comic book is bonkers. Yeah. Uh, bonkers. Holy hell. <laughs> now you, now you're killing I turned him down again. Uh, right. I think you're okay now. But uh, yeah, Preacher, it's it's all on the uh, DC Universe app. So if you subscribe to that, you can just read it there. And it's like 72 issues long or something with all the different specials. 
it's it was fascinating the way Garth Ennis moves this story along with you you find out what he wants to do in like the first or second issue but the story just meanders in a very human way to the very end of the book and it, oh, it was good I loved it it's it's still my favorite comic book series of all time yeah I can see why yeah um we started my wife and I started watching Veep we're in season two. Oh, that's so a, good. Oh that's a gosh. funny show. Oh here's the, here's the problem God. with rewatching Veep. We had four years of it now that was even more r- well, hard to believe. That's you what know? I was ta- My wife and I were talking <laughs> about that. The, the things that they reference in that show, and it was these, these episodes are from 2012, 2013. Yeah. It's all stuff that I feel like was a tamer version of what the administration went through with Trump. Well, see, Frank yeah. Rich Frank Rich is a political reporter, and he consulted on this show. Mm-hmm. And and they, they kept throwing things at him. He says, we're going to do this in the show. And he goes, oh, that's funny, because that would never happen. Oh, BS, and then here happen. And then here comes Trump. And yeah. <laughs> they, make, they make Twitter, uh, the president Twittering jokes. They make the president yep. golfing too much jokes, like... Is it was I had to look up when it was made. I was like, wait a minute, yeah. was this it's made? The sh- mm. It's the show that realized that made me realize that Gary Cole has been actually underselling his Gary Coleness because yep. he takes, <laughs> really he takes the Gary Cole up to like twenty. God, mm-hmm. that show. God damn, that's a lot of Gary Great Cole. Yeah. Just goes to show that the secret works if you put it out in the universe, it'll happen. <laughs> it'll come back to you. And then really? the last—that's thing- what we learned from this, Rebecca. <laughs> <laughs> That's, That's my one takeaway. The last thing I want to mention is I caught up on those uh, HBO Max Adventure Time. Uh, what I guess they're episodes, but they have these like extended. They're like forty-five minute long episodes. They oh. they have three of them out so far out of the four. So I watched uh, Obsidian, which is the second episode about Marceline and um, uh, Bu- uh, Princess Bubblegum. And then the third episode, which is about uh, basically kind of wraps up everything that happened with Finn and Jake after the series ended. F- just phenomenal. If you're an Adventure Time fan, those shows that the HBO Max is putting out right now are top tier and they're going to punch you in the feels and you're going to love it. And that's right. 100% Pendleton Ward, isn't it? Yeah, uh, that, he's involved for hell. sure. He's involved for <laughs> sure. But there's a lot of other people that did. the. Uh, there was several writers on each episode, okay. you know, stuff like that. All right. Different directors. Jay. Yes. Um, so my wife is big into sharks. So she uh, we downloaded this game um, called Maneater. You, we played Maneater. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. It's so much fun. Like, I don't play yeah. it really, but I love watching her play because all of the whole purpose is. Is you are you are a shark? Like, there's not you, you're not you're not a boat, you're, and your job is to just eat people. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> fuck up the, the. It's a. Uh, I think it's on everything. It's on Xbox. Xbox it's, uh, I think it's on all platforms. But it's got yeah. the Unreal Unreal Engine in it, so it's got great uh, <laughs> mechanics and and uh, it's really fun. And it's like a shark you can like level up. At, at some point, you get like turn neon green and shit. And you get to go Super Saiyan shark and just fuck up people. And like, it's pretty bloody. And it's narrated. I swear it's narrated by the guy who does uh, the voice for Jerry on Rick, Rick and Morty. I swear. I, oh, I swear <laughs> it's. Oh, uh, Chris Parnell. Chris Parnell. Yeah. 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 yeah I, like I, f- I feel like it is. So it's. Dr. Spashemin. Yeah. Spashemin. Dr. Spashemin. Yeah, Spaceman. Yeah, but like, I swear it's that guy's voice because it's, I was like, wait a minute. So it's fun. I like it. I, I, 
it, and really cheap if you got the Xbox Game Pass it comes with. And then I've just been playing Doom Eternal. Um, oh, I've also been uh, consuming uh, the uh, the the new LG uh, uh, fridge that I just uh, <laughs> I had to purchase because uh, I, I I was consuming the manual for the Kenmore uh, fridge that was left behind in our new home. And I fucking hate this Kenmore, so I mostly consumed that manual and troubleshooting um, uh, the compressor shot. Uh, so we just decided to move forward. This is not even a podcast about geek shit anymore. Um, if you'd like <laughs> to learn more about compressors in a Kenmore Elite, uh, just uh, don't. Just throw I'm it sad out you into. Missed, I'm sad you missed Daddy-O furniture last. <laughs> <week>. Yeah, <laughs> you would have loved it. So. Uh, it is Chris Parnell who, who narrates. Uh, oh, yeah. funny! Okay, great. Okay, Good now call. I'm now I'm tempted. Now I'm. It's either, fun. It's, like it's, honestly, it's, it's fun. Yeah, it's one of those games that I looked into and I was like, "Wow, they really made a game about this. That's awesome." Yeah. <laughs> and in such a great decompress, like because like yeah. me, I come home from work. Sometimes I want to like do Grand Theft mm -hmm. Auto or some shit. My wife, she's not the good with she's not that good with the controls on video games, and so, but she loves sharks, so she just comes home and she just starts fucking up the like fucking up the beach, eating people, and she's fucking great. Like she's so, it's great. I love it. Uh, I uh, besides Quiet Place too, a couple of series that I've been consuming. I I finished uh, the first five of uh, on Disney Plus behind the attraction. Oh, I uh, watched is, the Tower of Terror one. Which was interesting, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I love finding out how these things get built and how they overcome problems that they and stories that they want to tell and figure out how to make all these things work. It was it was it was really interesting to see the Star Wars one because I've always been curious because the point of every attraction at Disneyland is to get as many people through as quickly as possible, mm. so we can have as massive amount of people get through. And when I saw the Millennium Falcon ride, I'm like, how are they doing this? Because it's just one ship, allegedly. And they teach you the secret of how they funnel through all of these people. And it's completely genius. Um, it's, it's, it's a great little series. Watch it. Um, and then uh, Movies That Made Us on Netflix has a new season out. I just saw that. And it's, uh, it's, again, very interesting. You think you know everything about Back to the Future, but then they show you some things that you did not know about Back to the Future. And I even watched the episode about Pretty Woman. I've never seen Pretty Woman. But this, how that movie got made, it shouldn't have gotten made. Uh, it's just a, a fascinating story about how these movies are made. Uh, so, uh, so watch that. Uh, games, uh, Tony, before we get back to the rest of the show, anything? Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Let's take a look at games real quick. Maneater uh, 2? Come on, give me some more yep, sharks. The, the Maneater, <laughs> go play that on Game Pass. Uh, so or, or PlayStation. you got to buy it on PlayStation if you don't have Game Pass on Xbox. Uh, this, here's the thing though, July is usually pretty dry, um, but we do have... And with this heat, she's Extra dry. <laughs> um, that Woo! new monster, uh, new Witcher game, uh, Monster Slayer for iOS and Android came out. It's like Pokemon Go, but you fight monsters in the Witcher universe. <laughs> I've heard mixed things about it, so luckily it's free. It won't cost you anything to try it mm -hmm. if you want. That one just barely came out. Uh, coming out this next week... Samurai Warriors 5 on all the systems. So it's the number five in the Samurai Warriors games. Okay. Um. <laughs> uh, you got it. a uh, oh. great Ace Attorney Chronicle. I don't know. Neo. Okay, this one's actually people are interested in. Neo, The World Ends With You. It's a JRPG that's been popular for a while. They're bringing it to the PS4 and the Switch. 
And uh, the other cool thing coming out this week that's worth noting is Microsoft Flight Simulator on the Series X and the Series S Xboxes. Uh, it's on Game Pass as well, or you can uh, buy it. But if you're into the Microsoft Flight Simulator style games, uh, this is a this is a good one. Graphics are super pretty. All it's right. just relaxing to fly around. And All right. That uh, kind before of before we get back to the rest of the episode, a quick word about our Patreon. Go to yes. geekshowgotthiscovered.com. We're adding new stuff every week, but we've also added a new feature, Lee. Yeah, we just launched our Discord, and uh, Rebecca, Tony, and I have been moderating, but what we're loving is that there's been very little need for moderating because yeah. everybody yep. on there's just we, there to hang out and talk. We set rules very early on. Rule one, be cool. Rule two, yep. come on. Come on. <laughs> but what's been awesome is we were thinking maybe a dozen people would show up. We had 130 people show up on our first 24 hours, yeah. and well, everybody's talking. We've got it split up, but what's fun is we've also got spoiler sections, spoiler-free sections for TV and movies, where we've got people talking about music that are actually like getting into some real deep dives of some cool 70s music. But we're able to do custom emojis on Discord. So we actually have a ham emoji. We have a fancy Shannon emoji. We have a Wolverine Shannon emoji, which is really quite popular. Shannon's um, <laughs> got a lot of emojis. Well, he's very personable fellow who does funny things so we have a lot of we have a lot of pictures of shannon mugging in different things so um as time goes on because i've contributed financially to this project we're able to do like 500 custom geek show emojis so as time oh, goes nice. on i'll i'll keep adding to that but uh it's a lot of fun if you are a patreon subscriber you do not have to actually subscribe I shouldn't be saying this, but any subscriber, even a one dollar subscriber, has access to the Discord channel. So, no, oh, great. I just have a quick question. Yes. Yes. Uh, what's a Discord? <laughs> <laughs> okay, Danny DeVito. I'm still I'm I'm still learning it. I figured out how to change my avatar, and I've I've been in what's the room fun? a couple of times. What's What's great I, is you I just walk into you guys. Nice, nice. You Carrie walked in Friday, and he said, "How does this work?" And then five God. people, and then five, five people. people helped him. Yeah. <laughs> And it was it was great. It was great. Yeah, I uh, love. I'm Discord. under. I'm there under the admiral. Yeah, two E's. The I'm hard like, to find. Be... I'm I'm Lee George Cade. Yeah. So I'm try not to. I'm Moose me. Bear, aka Young Tinnitus. <laughs> I saw Moose Bear no, Stormcloud stepped in. But yeah, that, yeah, right. that was that was me. But I changed right. it to Young Tinnitus. Okay. All right. Let's uh, huh? let's. Yes. Huh. Okay. Well, let's get back to the episode. <laughs> I got tinnitus. <laughs> Find a young person uh, to help you out there, Jim. Uh, let's get back to the episode Dry Bidet. It finishes up right after these. <laughs> hey, what's going on, everybody? Thank you so much for supporting Geek Show Podcast. But I, right now, I need y'all to support me for a quick minute. Just come to go to drybarcomedy.com, live shows. I'm hitting the road. I'm going to Denver, Oklahoma City, Tempe, and Tucson. I would love to see you there. Please go to drybarcomedy.com, live shows, and get your tickets there. Yes, see you soon. Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA? Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs. We're ready to inform you. Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH.
That's 304-804-MYTH. And we're back. Okay. All right. Some titillating legal shit now. Let's start the meter. Interestingly <laughs> enough, I'm limited to 100 words an episode now. Oh, really? Thanks, Mike. Oh, I'm sorry. Use the or 160 wisely. characters. Yeah. Use the I learned wisely. all about NDAs, and I'm not afraid. <laughs> <laughs> you should be. <laughs> so, Walking Dead. Uh, I found this in the Hollywood Reporter. Walking Dead lawsuit ends in $200 million settlement. This is uh, Frank Darabont. Oh, our good oh, buddy yeah. Frank. Good old Frank. Uh, Oscar-nominated filmmaker behind, you know, all kinds of movies. Shawshank. Shawshank and all those. The Green Mile. Yeah, he was very, inf- you know, he helped out a lot getting Walking Dead to AMC. Yeah. Uh, way back in 20, 2010, good Lord. Remember we uh, we met him. Yeah. At, at, yeah. Uh, Jeffy recognized him. That's right. Like, he was, That's Frank Darabont. We're like, what? Who? Wasn't he the sole, wasn't he at the time the sole developer of mm-hmm. The Walking Dead show? Yeah, and yeah. that's when he walked up and he told us, I'm, I'm working yeah, on this comic. I'm yeah. working on The Walking Dead. We're yeah. all like, what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Kirkman wasn't uh, developing or producing at the time. I don't think. Well, I think Kirkman he, had to. He was. He was brought yeah. in. Yeah. He was. He he participated eventually, yeah. Yeah. but like he he wasn't the developer right. of the mm-hmm. show. Well, after a few years later, though, uh, he realized he wasn't being compensated properly for his stake in the show, and he filed a lawsuit, multiple lawsuits, and they sh- and he quit. <laughs> Several twists and turns. Uh, AMC has now agreed to pay two hundred million dollar settlement to Bar- uh, Darabont over his dispute, which claimed that the network had used shady accounting to yeah. short them on profits. Yeah, sounds familiar. Fuck AMC. Tale as old as time. <laughs> well, you remember they kept pulling money mm-hmm. from Walking Dead to to put it throw money at Mad Men because they were smelling Emmy noms. You know, yeah. it was like, oh, let's oh. throw all this money at Mad Men. It's you also know? really hard when you when you tell a show that. You know they could they could fill like a soccer stadium one week and the next week tell them that their ratings are insubstantial. Yeah. Oh, sounds oh, familiar. Wait, no. wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, different thing altogether. Oh, sounds familiar. Uh, the news revealed as part of AMC's report to the U.S. Securities Exchange Commission: the settlement agreement provides for a cash payment, cash payment of two hundred million dollars. The settlement payment to the plaintiffs and future revenue sharing related to certain future streaming exhibition of The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, the statement reads, later revealed 143 million of it was for the extinguishment of plaintiffs' rights to any compensation in connection with The Walking Dead and any related programs and the dismissal of the actions. And that 57 million was for ordinary course accrued participa- participations. Basically, AMC is paying 200 mil to settle a past and cover any future earnings that Darabont would have made. Yeah. Bu- buy them out. Buy them out. Basically. Yeah. Uh, which is a lot of money. Good for Frankie boy. But also, this is just the settlement. The case is now over. That means hypothetically, if the lawsuit is made further down the road, AMC was eventually found to have actually lied about these things and probably would have to pay more. At one point, Darabont said it was $280 million, but they went with 200 And that's just a hint at how incredibly profitable this show has yeah. been, yeah. continues to be. Plus, this isn't the end, because Robert Kirkman, has a similar lawsuit <laughs> that is still pending. That's exactly Wait, what he, I was going to say. Because he had is nothing it? to do with the with <laughs> the Walking Dead, right? The series, <laughs> the anything. I'm being facetious. So I thought that was a little bit of fun to read that. I mean, here's here's the thing: is that this is happening all the time for all different types of properties. The yeah. only reason we know about this is because. Um, the company is publicly traded and they have to file a disclosure with the SEC. 
And so, you know, it, it's not only happening in TV and film, but it's also happening in music all the time. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, what what is surprising about to me about the numbers is Kirkman asked or sorry, Darabont asked for 280 and he got 200. Mm hmm generally means that he was right yeah hmm. right yeah so proportionately um and so they need to settle that because if 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 darabont wins his accounting to be able to go through all the records and figure out how all the money was supposed to flow imagine all the other people mm -hmm. that would have questions about mm. that money it's just i just don't know uh why you would have these two sets of books i just you're, you're just setting yourself up for so much trouble and it's not the right thing and there's plenty of money to go around because it's very expensive to sue the people who have the money they'll just keep the company is on the right side of the money the, the creator is asking for the money and they have to hire lawyers and they've got to go mm -hmm. it's a lot of time and effort um emotional uh, burden to and go they after just, that stuff. They can just keep you in court forever anyway, yeah. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah. And that's that's what they up. do. Right. That, that's right. how rich people get justice right. is they, they just keep making it more expensive for you right. to go after them. And if you're just some small potatoes person that is trying to get mm -hmm. by, mm -hmm. you, know, you can't keep you can't keep yourself lawyered up forever. Well, we keep hearing about in you know Ed Brubaker, mm -hmm. uh, for yeah. example. It's a good example. The, the uh, whole Falcon and the Winter Soldier thing is like, that's these are my characters. That's my story. Uh can I have some money? Can I have some money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but you're a freelancer, Ed. Yeah. Or work for hire. Or yep. for hire, exactly. Exactly. And that's how you get... Um, McFarlane. And well, I'm not even thinking about McFarlane. I'm thinking about Bernie Wrightson basically dying destitute of a disease that mm -hmm. he had no health insurance over because even though he created Swamp Thing, even though he created so much of what was classic in the 70s as far as illustration, design, all these other things... It's only the stuff that he published himself that he made any money off of. Well, Everything else, it was just, oh, cool. Here's your whatever you made in 1972. Is, and this is why it's important to have somebody like Mike on your side. Because, right. I, mean, I mean, you represent a lot of bands and things. Because it's just so easy to just fall for, you know, hi, I'm, I'm from big name record company yeah. and i'm especially yeah. if you're a kid yeah, right? yeah, and, you, and yeah. you're a kid you know not to not to this is going to sound very self-interested i realize <laughs> that but um, a lot of the work that i do is um very i, I call it low bono right <laughs> whatever yeah. whatever somebody can come up with to help them out to protect them in the early stages so that later when there's actual money on the table we can do something because mm -hmm. if you give away the farm in those early days there's often not a lot you can do yeah and and you you wind up giving something that you have loved and cherished and created you wind up signing that away yeah. to a big corporation the very big corporation of america whoever they are yeah. i often tell people you know the the best advice i can give you is um to walk away from a deal because no deal is better than a bad deal hmm. um, and that's really hard when you're talking to a kid that's um, yeah hoping to have his dreams come true with some record deal. Yeah. And these days, you know, maybe dealing with a record company is not the way to go. I mean, you, you see it all the time. We've got all these platforms for music. Here I go selling out my industry. Yeah. Uh, so many <laughs> platforms for music. You don't need to be on the radio. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's awesome what's going on right now. I have clients that are making more money than my friends back in the day who had sold 10 million albums. Mm -hmm. There are kids now just putting out their own stuff through TuneCore or CD Baby or DistroKid or whatever, and it hits all the different streaming platforms, 
and they're making more money than a lot of us sitting here just playing music just playing music yep and that that could be the same with you know your comic book creators and exactly you know or your coloring book or your creators. coloring book creators capitalism man you saying i might get 40 people to look at my youtube video legal chat legal chat <laughs> I'm, no, I'm at, this is a patreon legal exclusive chat. right i'm at i'm at 22 <laughs> views right now and if i could double that wow 22 yeah because yeah well i got a deal for you and you know 22 viewers oh what do you want to sell <laughs> I'm not here to sell I'm here to buy oh <laughs> awesome they sound like a really trustworthy person absolutely just sign here don't it's that accent um, that. speaking of how things are changing in this weird new world uh, Steven Spielberg he's old yeah who uh, said got him <laughs> you showed him <laughs> overrated the <laughs> <laughs> <A> fuck <laughs> Let me get Mr. Spielberg on the phone. Let's see what he's saying. He can says, hear you. He said, my my what, ears are full of money. He, and he's just him. like, oh, sorry. He's, he's getting piped in right now. He's just like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't care. So <laughs> Lee, Lee says you're overrated. Who? Who? <laughs> you mean Lee George K? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, Grimley's. Yeah. I'm, I'm white. He has 22 views. <laughs> 22 <laughs> views. Watch out. Watch out. Oh, no. Those 22 viewers are not going to go see my newest. <laughs> my, my favorite Spielberg memory is... Uh, Jimmy seeing him in, in L.A. when we were together, and he was screaming at him, Why you always make me cry, Spielberg? <laughs> Why you always make me cry? Well, turns out all 22 of those views were from Steven Spielberg. Oh, God damn it. And, and his legal team. That is yeah. his legal team. Is, <laughs> well, now, now it's up to 30. Looks like his legal team is yeah. still watching. And one of his kids, apparently. Yeah. Right? Just, uh, yeah. Shlomo Spielberg. Well, he some time ago, uh, he kept saying that uh, you know movies that qualify for Oscars need to be in theaters that was his thing that was mm-hmm. his that was his big deal uh he's backed off on that yeah he oh re- no because yeah. he's doing that show on snapple plus on your platform yeah. oh he heard but this he's he, overrated though. he heard I, the netflix truck exactly boop, yep. the boop, netflix boop, truck backed boop, up 89 day boop. bidet yes. <laughs> got to beat yep. one day is for days one day less uh, yeah, they Netflix backed up a truck full of money to him, and suddenly now he's, he's hey, that's all fine. It's okay with that. That's fine. You know? Well, maybe he doesn't care if this one gets an Oscar or not. <laughs> no, he's making a bunch, isn't he, or several? He's making several movies, and uh, these he's, are just his hobby movies. But also keep <laughs> keep in mind, he's you know a part of the motion picture, the Academy people. Yeah, and he's you know. So if anybody can change the rules Ooh. from the inside, it's certainly him. And I, I think that we need to start thinking about movie theaters going away yes well what's so funny to me is like earlier this year there was a movie theater in los angeles that they were going to have to close down i don't know what the status is of it but everyone was like oh my god no save the theater save the theater but these are also the same people who are not going out and spending their money at the theater right so theaters to me like i like theaters i like the experience Mm -hmm. but i think they are definitely a luxury that doesn't necessarily have to. If I had Carrie's TV, I'd never leave the house. Yeah. Well, and I was going to bring that up uh, because this technology is getting more and more affordable. These big screens are getting yeah. more and more affordable, and the sound systems are. And you can have that big. La- I mean, like if you'd like, you know, if any, if any of you want to stick around, we can watch Black Widow. I, you know, <laughs> and I'll show you. Yeah. They opened they they opened that box right. They opened Pandora's box. Do you think really 
that they're going to be able to get people back into theaters, especially if there's a second wave of pandemic? Well, I mean, this uh, the Space Jam movie uh, last weekend did a pretty good business. Black Widow did a pretty good in theater business. Right. But I'm wondering if, if that's the kind of film that will be in the theater. But is Disney also counting the $30 they charged every Disney Plus subscriber that bought the movie? Because if they're counting that, they could be pulling a Prince where... No, no they're, they're, they combined those numbers. So. You, you remember the thing with Prince in like 2004 where he had the highest selling record of the year and it turned out it was because he gave them away with his ticket sales for the concerts? <laughs> yeah, I went to that concert. That's a yeah. lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and all these people are like, oh, cool. And they're like, yeah, he also had the best selling album. Well, it was because it was part of the ticket sales. So, but, yeah. but but I think this is this is the where I'm going with this. is I, I, I think I see a future where there are fewer movie theaters, mm-hmm. but they will be showing... Nothing but these big movies. Big movies. Well, I, I think that there's going to be consolidation for sure. Yeah, that, I think that's that's beyond question. But the the um, the way that the um, theaters structure mm-hmm. happened now was because there were antitrust suits nearly a hundred years ago. Yeah, right. So I think not only are the theaters going to be consolidated, but those theater chains are going to be owned by the Disney's and the, right. yeah. and well, the and I, Netflix and they're going to put their own properties in those theaters. And I know we've talked about this before too, but like the, the, the way for movie theaters to survive and really go forward is to be their event centers essentially. Yeah. And Kevin Feige's even said like we make movies specifically for like that, that mm-hmm. big group experience. Because watching Black Widow in the theater with you guys yeah, was, it was awesome. Great. Yeah. It was awesome. But it's an event. But and, it's an event. And yes. that's like what it that their plan is for movies is they you know they want every movie to not only exceed expectations but also be an event. And and see what as we're as we're recording this, there's a movie out that I desperately want to see. It's the Anthony Bourdain mm-hmm. documentary, Roadrunner. I desperately want to see it, but I'm not willing to go to the theater. No. Did you hear about what it. they did with Anthony Bourdain voiceover? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I need to investigate that because uh, yeah. was it words that he had written? or uh, they, they trained AI to replicate his voice. So, to replicate yeah, his I don't voice. know if it was like a quote that he had because, written down. Because if it's something that he had written or had said previously, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that I don't know. But if but if they're you know creating a dialogue drama out of whole it's, cloth, it's, it's, it's basically yeah. an audio deep fake. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say it's just Mark Hamill and Mandalorian. It's just a it's a deep fake. Yeah, but like they do the same thing with that Val Kilmer documentary yeah. trailer. They mm. fake his voice. But it's his words. It's his. See, now that's yeah, I'm yeah. fine with that. Yeah, exactly. I'm fine with that. If they, if they are Anthony Bourdain's words, I'm okay. Like with he's that. if he's like telling you to buy Hubba Bubba, you're yeah. gonna be <laughs> I just think that these smaller films, still you know, Bubba? these the yeah. you know the and you see them at Sundance all the time. I think these smaller films they need to find a way to get into people's homes, mm-hmm. because while we were staying at home during the pandemic, we watched a lot of shit that I wouldn't have gone to the theater to see. You know, mm-hmm. this was the first Academy Awards where I I saw all of the movies. That were not, and you could easily, and I could easily. The technology is there. You didn't have to go to that fancy you know? theater downtown. No, and... I didn't. I didn't have to go down to Ninth and Ninth, and yeah. you know, I, I was able to watch them all, at, at my leisure. You know, yeah. I think that the movie industry needs to think about that. Yeah, we want to do these smaller films, like you know, Stephen Dorff wants to do uh, <laughs> <laughs> these art house films. They're like important. The art house MMA films. These films are important. They really are important. These smaller films, but. These filmmakers need to think about, we need to get them into people's homes and maybe not think about the theater. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Well, that, that, that pushes more of the content to be owned by the Netflixes and, and the Amazons. And then we're back to that, and, yeah. yeah. 
We're back to it, that. It's not a perfect solution. No. And I'm also just looking at the future after watching Inside and realizing that it's not all bad because if Bo Burnham creates what I consider to be one of the most mm-hmm. consequential and important pieces of comedy that I've seen in 10 years. Yeah. And it's just because he let anxiety make a movie for him. Mm-hmm. Um, and if that's where the future of movies is going to be, if that's the future of stand up, I, I sure I love stand up. That's great. I love seeing that stuff, but maybe that second season of Mandalorian was largely driven by innovations they had to make to produce a show during a pandemic. Uh, a lot of things that we're seeing now, it's it's a byproduct of that of that need. And maybe we don't need a movie house for that. You know what's really funny? This is Rebecca's Conspiracy Corner. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I signed <laughs> you up. Yeah. We went from legal uh, news so, to... <laughs> so A Quiet Place Part 2, yes. John Krasinski was very much like, this is a movie for theaters. And he mm-hmm. they, they had every intention of it being like a theater experience. And uh, now it is available to buy on like Amazon and YouTube. And I use YouTube for everything. So I bought it on YouTube because mm-hmm. I want to fucking see it. Um and it will not play, like, at all. Hmm. Um, and I was checking the comments, and everyone else is like, can't get this video to play. And so many people have requested refunds from YouTube because they can't get it to play. And so in my brain, I'm like, ah, oh, part of the conspiracy to keep people going to theaters. Because if A Quiet Place Part 2 is, inten- air quotes, intentionally unable to play on a streaming platform... <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I think Do you have Paramount Plus? Yeah, I was going to say. It's I, for free. On, it's it's yeah. on Paramount Plus right now, yeah. Well, for free. I mean, yeah. it won't play on your Roku, but that's all right. Yeah. <laughs> we can go watch it after we're done. Carrie really wants you to stay and watch a movie. <laughs> Carrie's desperate for people to stay over. Carrie's like, my wife's out of town. Will you guys watch a movie Listen, with me? I, I have candy. Because you know what'll you know what'll happen is once you guys leave, I'm gonna I'm gonna disrobe and throw in something that I've seen. Star a Trek the motion picture. Exactly. Yeah. I you know I will. It's that spaceship We're gonna be getting porn. those porn tweets. Later yeah. Today. Later, 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 later too on. Too hot gonna, for spaceships. Yep. Later on. Later on, we're gonna see Carrie lip syncing Tina Turner from Thunderdome. <laughs> Say a later, I'm gonna man. <laughs> All right. I want to dance with somebody. <laughs> Mr. B, if you would, please. God, God damn it. Why can't I get this ham to play? <laughs> <laughs> Must be my Roku. Amku. The evil forces of Skeletor. <laughs> 